0: Did you ever see that the 3D animation in Green Lantern? No, nope. you should. It's on Netflix. It's actually really good.
1: 3D animation?
0: Yeah, it's like you know, like that uh, the the st- the same type of animation that like you see in like Big Hero Six or whatever. Oh, yeah, it's it's a pretty good animated series. Like nobody watched it, but it was pretty good. Um,
1: that seems weird. For-
0: I don't know. For Green Lantern, it kind of worked. I mean, I, I like the 2D animation a lot better, like the Young Justice stuff, but uh, the... Yeah,
1: Young Justice is my favorite animation style for uh, comic book stuff. Yeah. Or anything, really. I know. Any I, sort of uh, cartoon show.
0: Any type of animation, yeah. Yeah, like even Avatar, The Last Airbender. Dude, I the animation in Last that's, Airbender that's is so cool. good.
1: I like, I like clean stuff.
0: Yeah. And... Uh, just like clean 2d with like kind of some hard lines and stuff like that
1: yeah like it looks realistic but they're obviously cartoons
0: yeah totally every time i see some uh like an animated feature like that i just kind of think that might be cool Welcome back to That Might Be Cool. That was I'm Not Part of Me by Cloud Nothings. Welcome back in, Chase. How's it going? Huh? Huh? What? How you doing? What are we doing? Or, sorry, Let's let's. I'll give you a more grandiose intro. My name is Jason and I'm your host and with me as almost each and every week, Mr. High Speed Chase. There we go. Is that better? Does that me you feel better?
1: A grandiose introduction.
0: And the lord of all awesomeness, Chase is ready... Get ready? That a, yeah, that was a Spider-Man. Right, that that was right. a Spider-Man call. That's, oh, yeah. Yeah, Bonesaw. Yeah. Bonesaw is ready. <laughs> that's pretty good. It's my favorite scene from Spider-Man. How you doing, man? Pretty good. Yeah? We uh, we just watched the gameplay trailer for Injustice 2, and uh, surprise, surprise, everybody that we talked about, and just kidding, not everybody, but
1: uh, we, two of the people that we talked about last week. That's true. We named, like, every character from, you know, that we could think of. Yeah. But... <laughs> Yeah, two of them actually turned out to be yeah. in the game. Which I'm surprised. Isn't surprising because we named all the characters. Yeah, I know we like <laughs> named every character in the history of the DC universe. But yeah, you said Grodd and I said Atrocitus. Yeah, dude, it's good uh, calls. That's good did calls. you say Supergirl? I don't
0: think I saw. I don't think I don't either think. of us said Supergirl, which is surprising because it's like, duh. That one's easy. I mean, she has his own <laughs> yeah. TV show or her own TV show now, so that would make I sense. You think we would have called that one? I wonder if they'll do uh, the Adam. I hope they do. You almost said Ant Man. I know. I almost said Ant
1: Man. <laughs> I should do one for the Marvel.
0: I do. Dude, well, dude, Marvel has that uh, that mobile game contest of champions, but
1: it is not near as good. Ah, as Oh yeah, uh, I tried it. I was like, nope, nope, I don't think so. Yeah, but it's not near as good. Yeah. Well, speaking of Injustice 2, what did you think of the new gameplay?
0: Uh, I I really liked the gameplay trailer. It's uh the graphics don't seem as good as. Uh, is the first one for some reason, and I, I mean, maybe it's just either unfinished or I'm just I haven't played it in a while or something. But I don't know, man. The graphics don't seem quite as smooth. Yeah, the faces seem a little better.
1: I don't know; they, they look completely different the way they, uh, they styled do. all the characters. Like yeah. none of the characters, like even their faces, look the same.
0: It's yeah, it's not like that weird because in the first one they kind of went really like dark
1: style, you know. And it seems like this one's more bright. We I don't know, just like the way I mean, if you look at Superman. The Superman uh, in the first one had the S on his chest. was so big. And then they used the corners of the S for his ha- uh, cape to hook into. Uh-huh. And his face. Uh, anyway, it doesn't look anything like the old characters. Which is yeah. kind of cool because you don't want like the exact same thing. Yeah, you want it to feel new and fresh. But yeah, they're doing a new thing where you can customize and uh, turn Batman into Batman Beyond. Yeah, and that's kind of cool. I like the skins and stuff. Well, it showed... No, you customize them. Like, you can create... Like, we were talking about that, and then we were like... I said, oh, I was like, true. I don't know we if did, that, huh? would, uh, what that would work, you know, because maybe they'll have a, a mode where you just play um, normal characters. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. So, they are doing some sort of customizing, which I think would be cool if it was, like, an RPG game. Yeah. Like this is a Mortal Kombat-style, like, arcade game, so... That's true, I guess. I don't know... How well that would work? Because, like I said last time, uh-huh. if you were, uh, if you guys listened, if you paid attention, if you listened to the last show, <laughs> um, if you, someone can soup up their character so much that it's like not even fair. Like that's true. Souped up characters in that kind of game, it just doesn't seem fair. Well, I, I wonder if uh, Cause it's not about you know the skill of fighting. It's like yeah, how much you've been playing.
0: I wonder so. if um, if it's all just going to be appearance. You know what I mean?
1: I'd be okay with that. Like? But, uh, no, you can customize your characters and have them do different moves, I believe they stated in the uh, trailer. Or uh, someone had had an interview with them. And they said, yeah, you can customize the way your character fights and stuff like that. Which is, they tried in Super Smash, the new one. uh Uh-huh. Nobody actually uses the alternate move sets. (laughs) So at least not for any anybody I know, and I used to play at work every yeah. single day.
0: Yeah, you play a lot of
1: Smash, so not anymore. What?
0: Do they not have Smash anymore at the new building?
1: No, we oh. play we play pool and basketball. They want to get us lame. out of seats. I'd quit if Amazing. I were you.
0: Oh, I totally should,
1: totally should. <laughs> no Super Smash at work.
0: Yeah, seriously, that's that's a crime. Um, yeah, I I don't know, because I, I feel like the the different moves they probably won't give you much of an advantage. In terms of like, they probably won't do so you're saying, more damage? like, image,
1: yeah, because each character has different, moves different anyway, yeah. So you just style that particular character to whatever a you particular like. fighting style. Because sometimes, like, you'll have a, a really dumb character you don't like, but you really like their moves, yeah, and the way they do everything. So, so you think you could turn any character into any other sh- type of character, or are they still gonna have like Batman's the does gadgets and Superman does power attacks? I mean I bet it'll still Shazam does magic and stuff.
0: Yeah, I I bet it'll still be stuff that like they could conceive of you know, like it it won't violate whatever they can do in the comics or in the whatever any incarnation they
1: have. But uh Yeah, but they take that and they make make you know Yeah, newer and different moves. Because I like Batman, but I don't like his moves. Like they're too gadgety, like you you throw stuff and then I don't know, I just didn't like a lot of his moves. Yeah, it'd be cool if you had more of the um Yeah, like the, the combat moves. Yeah, because my favorite characters in the first one were Nightwing and your least favorite character, uh, who Aquaman. Oh,
0: oh, oh you yeah, said least you favorite said, in the game? Yeah, he's cheap as f.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I like I like the 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 sticks. I like uh, long ranged, uh, faster. Nightwing's <laughs> a little faster, but and that's why Aquaman's I, more powerful.
0: Whenever, because last time we played, I remember you chose Aquaman, and I was immediately like, okay, I'm I'm doing Nightwing because Nightwing has that move where he'll he'll take his bow staff and like reach it above yeah. his head and like <laughs> you,
1: no, no the spinning one like because I got mad at you The spinning one's pretty good because yeah. you kept doing that over and over again so I was like f you I got Aquaman and I did that <laughs> one I had like two or three moves that were like I would keep doing over again where I would pick because Aquaman can hold you in place like he can just yeah, keep you there so I kept doing that and then I was like. And then you got all mad, and I got mad, and then we... We just yelled at each other. Oh, and then we fought in real life. Fighting, yeah. You know? Yeah, no, it was, it was That's what violent. those games do
0: to you, is you freak out. <laughs> at least me. Oh, totally. No, I, I do rage. too. You do, you do sometimes, when games get bad, like you'll, you'll I don't mean it, okay? Out. So
1: anything that happens in a game <laughs> stays in the game. And I will... Sometimes, I, I will... Be a hypocrite and do exactly what I don't like other people to do to me. Yeah, yeah. Like cheap stuff, like stop being so cheap, and then I see the opportunity, and I take it.
0: It's that's why I wish we we could have done some more um multiplayer uh game ons. I'm sure at some point we will, but uh, probably not anytime soon. Because I think that would have been fun having you freak out constantly like you do. I know, that's why I didn't want to do it. he's <laughs> like, Oh my gosh, what a douchebag. Look at this guy. It's entertaining though. It's like it's I have kinda fun. like when, when Matt's on a podcast and stuff, he always ends up like reverting to like really like negative, cynical douche like not douchebag, but like he always ends up just like having some sort of rant about how much he hates something, and so then he's just like it's entertaining in the way where it's like, oh yeah, that guy's just always being a hater, but uh it's just sort of become this thing. I don't know. There's always just that one thing that kind of <laughs> ma- you know makes it fun.: Yeah, I mean but that's just me. I don't know. Uh, Chase, we saw a movie today. We did. What did you think of it? Well, uh, first, let's establish what the movie was.
1: No, I want to just talk about it and see if they can guess. <laughs> see
0: if they can guess. No. Um, there was a lot of CG. C- yeah, there was, was quite a bit.
1: <laughs> um, at the beginning,
0: it was kind of hard to watch. It took about 20 minutes before I was like, okay, I'm glad I'm watching this movie.
1: Yeah. Well, all right. Yeah, it's Warcraft. Warcraft. is one one we saw. Um now, I originally didn't want to see it because I thought it looked really dumb. But yeah. then I saw Turtles too and I was like, well nothing could be worse than that. So
0: <laughs> And uh, I disagree, man. I still I still
1: And I think you're insane. I still like Turtles too. I it's not as good as the first, but I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, w- I went back and watched the first one and it was it was refreshing. I was like, Oh my gosh, there's actual story <laughs> progression and you know, nothing too crazy. I mean, it is it is crazy, but nothing like the second one.
0: Yeah, that no, that is true. That's
1: very true. The first one is miles higher than the second one.
0: I don't think miles, because I, I, yeah, whatever. I and mean, it's we, not even
1: that good of a movie, but it's so much better. <laughs> <laughs> they're, I mean, for me, they're, they're both just real fun. I like it because at the beginning they got the ninjas, and, like, the ninjas are actually kind of a terrorist group. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the ninjas are kind of behind the shadows, and then April's trying to figure out who these ninjas are. And there's, like, a story and a mystery and, like, you know. But this new one was like, ah, who cares? Let's just do whatever the freak we want. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, which some whatever. people, childish people,
0: awesome like people, char- people, people that have never let go of their inner child. Um, that would so, be you. So Warcraft, <laughs> back, I guess, back on topic. Uh, we we did see Warcraft, and yeah, like you said, it it took a while to actually be interested. It,
1: I, at the beginning, I was like, oh my gosh, not again. <laughs> I was like, we I feel like I want to leave, but because the character development uh-huh. and uh, the relationships that all these characters have with each other and it just do not make sense at first. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. And they don't really actually build on relationships. Mm-hmm. Like when they're hanging out, they're like together, but they, you don't, they don't show it personalized with each character yeah, they don't communicating very much. I mean, they tell stories about their poor childhood <laughs> yeah. and stuff. But there's no real connection, you know, so you don't feel a connection between the characters. Um, but as the show, as the movie goes on, mm-hmm. you kind of overlook that. Totally, and it, it, you know, it starts to work.
0: But well, and they because they they do kind of build a lot of those relationships up more as the movie does go. along, yeah. you
1: know. So, but there's no, they, you know, how they have a uh, a meeting relationship. And then they become friends, and then you know the friendship mm-hmm. relationship. Yeah. At spoilers the end of for the movie.
0: Warcraft, by the way. We're going to spoil the crap out of this, just like every other. I mean, you should assume
1: spoilers at this point. But let's yeah, this keep is a going.
0: spoilerific show. <laughs> it it is. I mean,
1: we spoil everything.
0: Um, Sorry, keep going. So the relationships uh, as they keep going. Like, yeah, so meeting. like
1: all of a sudden they're like kind of friends, mm-hmm. and it doesn't really work. Yeah, like you didn't really see them become friends. Yeah. very well, but you know, is a lot better than I thought. It was because really that was the thing. I
0: so I was also considering like walking out within you know within the first ten minutes. The, be- the, the like,
1: beginning is rough, so if you go to watch it, the beginning is a little rough, and you're like, "Oh, this is pretty cheesy." Yeah, and
0: stick with it because it does get pretty good. Like I, I think anyway. I yeah. thought it, it it did get pretty fun and pretty interesting.
1: Yeah, about twenty minutes, half hour.
0: Yeah. Um. Once the first act is over, you're like, okay.
1: I mean, it is a Warcraft movie. They do a really good job of. Uh, bringing a lot of the imagery from the video games. Mm-hmm. Never played, but I've seen a lot of it.
0: Yeah, I never played either. So um, so you and I basically, when we went into that movie, neither of us, at least for me, I didn't know anything about the story of Warcraft,
1: did yeah. you? No, I don't even okay, know cool. if that is the story, or they just made it Yeah, up. I don't either. Because like I said before, or we were in the car, uh, when we were coming here. Mm-hmm. The place felt... that we need to have mic'd up. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, <laughs> should, we really do. We need to mic the car. Yeah. Because... Uh, it yeah, I felt. said. <clears throat> sorry about that. You're good. Uh, it felt like you were jumping into something that had already been going. Like yeah. you were missing like the first movie or like an episode beforehand. Or like I feel like I'm missing something because they're kind of like they play it off like you know what's going on and totally. you know who these characters are and where they come from. Yeah, so it's a little weird. It feels like uh, you're just jumping into something.
0: It does. It definitely does. And like it doesn't. It doesn't pull it off quite as well as like. Like in Back to the Future, for instance, you kinda of jump into that movie not knowing anything, but it sort of it introduces you to a lot of that. Yeah, pretty it explains quickly. Explains it as it goes. Yeah, 'cause like otherwise you'd be like, why the F is this, you know, fifteen year old kid or whatever hanging out with this eighty year old man? You know, like <laughs> you know, there's like random stuff like that. But like they, they said it they play it off pretty well. Whereas in Warcraft, the first twenty minutes you're just going, I literally have no idea what's going on. Like I turned to you probably four times and I was like still have no idea what's
1: going on. Yeah, I think your exact words were, Duh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> But, no, it, uh, but it did, so, first of all, it looked absolutely stunning. Like, this this movie was a huge accomplishment as far
1: as visual effects go. Yeah, it was a lot cooler, like, than I thought it was going to be, because when you think of heavily CGI'd movies, uh, Transformers comes to mind, uh, the new Batman v yep. Superman comes to, you know, in recent <laughs> That's memories... Mm-hmm. as in not very good to watch. Yeah. This one's actually pretty cool cuz uh it's PG-13 violence, but it's you know, it's pretty gnarly for it cuz they got hammers and they're just slamming them into oh, people's no. heads. That one dude um it does it doesn't show the gore, but it shows like the impact, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool.
0: Yeah. It <laughs> you feel you feel a lot of those punches. And we so we saw it in the uh uh Dolby Atmos theater. We kind of debated beforehand about uh, whether or not we were going to see it in IMAX 3D. Yeah,
1: I said no to that. Um, so <laughs> you shut I, that yeah, down pretty I, quick. Yeah, I was like, because you said, "What about this in you know IMAX 3D?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Nah, can we, let's just go to a regular movie." Yeah. Um, Atmos, digital, Dolby Digital Atmos. Yeah, so it's the one with the six point one sound or something like that. Yeah, and it's amazing because this is one of the first movies I've actually, you know, really felt like the 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 depth Atmos. of sound. Yeah, yeah, because like of it. we go to Atmos a lot, we and do. I don't really notice it.
0: I feel like it took a while for people, because the thing, the thing about Atmos is, and, and any type of new technology, whether it be IMAX, whether it be any type of sound or 3D, if the movie isn't made for it, you know, if, they, if they're if they not recording with that type of sound in mind and that, those types of mics, and, and mixing the sound that way, then it doesn't matter, you know, because then they just adapt it to Atmos, and it's like, eh, it's just sort of adding other things in, and so a lot of times it's like hard to hear dialogue and things like that. I feel like this movie was made with Atmos type in, of sound in mind, in mind yeah.
1: Yeah, because... <laughs> You could literally feel the movie because there's so many, you know, big impact moments because they're fighting with swords and hammers. Totally. And it's so scaled up into the, uh, um, you know, fantasy of being a cart- uh, video game. Yeah. Where it's like almost like cheesy, but it, it's just really cool. And like every time they would slam down a hammer on someone's head or the eagle would come in and fly. Oh, yeah. And it just felt really cool because... I don't know things sound better when there's more depth like you were saying mm-hmm. um, more bass and you can feel the rumble and it just feels cool
0: Yeah no it, it's really freaking cool like uh so yeah it was I'm just looking at a little bit of information on the Dolby Atmos um so it was first announced in April 2012 uh the first movie to utilize it was Pixar's Brave uh the one with the you know the redhead archer Katniss girl Yeah um as far as okay so it's 7.1.4 uh meaning that you've got so the ratio is um seven uh what are the regular speakers called basically let's see i don't man i can't remember what the what each part stands for in cinema but i mean basically it's just it's it's more depth of sound so it's got oftentimes you'll have just 5.1 or 6.1 or 7.1 or whatever this has three different areas of sound, so you get a lot more of the highs, a lot more of the lows. It's got more subwoofers. Um, and the mids come through really well, and so it's, yeah, it does give you just that more depth. But apparently it does have to be recorded that way, otherwise it doesn't matter. Oh, really?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it if they utilized that in mind, because it's a war movie. Totally. And uh, they, they do a pretty good job of making it seem like a war movie, at least by the end. Yeah. Um, because they got a lot of buildup. And, uh, you know, going into the story right now, um, you got the orcs on one side, Mm -hmm. and then you got the humans on the other side, and they're planning stuff, so there's not a lot of, you know, battling going on. Totally. Uh, There's a lot of weird setup. Just like talking. But once you start to figure out what's going on, it starts actually getting pretty interesting, which surprised me, because I was like, I thought this was going to be a shallow movie with the orcs come in, and they got to team up with... The good guy, the you know, the, well not the good guys, but the humans uh-huh. to defeat some thing that they didn't show in the trailer. But it turns out that the the orcs that are just a what are they? The chieftain of that chieftain, yeah, chieftain of the particular tribe, yeah, um, went like rebel when they went rogue and they came and sought out help from the humans, mm-hmm. which I thought was I'm like okay. Was, and they cool. talk once, and they never like become buddy buddy, yeah, which is no, what no. I was expecting. Like, well, oh, we can work to together to yeah. save this world.
0: And I was like, that seems cheesy. They talk once, and then you know, uh, circumstance and or the the villain of the movie intervenes, and uh, there's not
1: there's like a, a weird villain thing going on too. I like it though cause because. He, He's like the villain for most of the movie, and then you mm-hmm. realize that he's only half of the villain. Yeah, exactly.
0: Well, and so then you've got basically a wild card character that, uh, that starts, you know, starts out good. Well, he's really the shapeshifter, starts out good, and keeps intervening in ways that are obviously unfortunate for, uh, for our heroes. But, uh,
1: yeah, I mean, I kind of called that, um, the Guardian was going to be yeah. a bad guy. Cause it was like, and they even state, they said someone from the other side brought, you know, invited them over yep. and I was like "Okay." as so soon as they said that it's like who could do that there's, there's uh, the, the guy one guy already, he <laughs> uses the power to kill him exactly at the very beginning he uses the the fallen yeah power the, the green the fell the fel, that's yeah. it, the fell to kill all those green orcs yeah. for some reason they never explain why it doesn't
0: kill the because they because they've been like when he when the one guy um I can't remember his name but when he takes the baby um let's see it was yeah,
1: he turns it green
0: yeah, he turns it green, and so he controls the fell, and so he imbues a lot of those orcs with extra power, and that's what turns them green is when he infects them with the pow- with the fell. Oh, is that in the game? I, I don't think that's a, I don't know if it's in the game or not, but oh. it was it was half explained, and it was just something that I picked up on in the movie. Because um, yeah, like I didn't with, pick that up with Black Hand when he gives him that extra power, you know, and it starts like
1: getting yeah, him it, really it fuses yeah. him and makes him all bigger and badder.
0: Exactly. Um... See, was oh goldon that was the, the bad guy's name.
1: Um, I thought it was Goldhand. No goldon goldon yeah. Goldon. I didn't really understand a lot of the names. I couldn't. I can't remember any name.
0: I know. Well, they're they're all hard. It's like you know. There's Lothar. There's Garona. There's. Uh, Mediv-
1: I remember Garona because it's like grow with Corona. Go, <laughs> grow grow grow, grow Rona. That's also grow
0: Corona's Rona. new uh, slogan. Grow with
1: Corona. Grow. What, what is her name? uh garona 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 that's it yeah and uh the their translation and subtitles was an interesting choice it was because they could have just pretended like everybody spoke english like most yeah. people do like guardians of the galaxy no way every alien speaks english mm-hmm. yeah um but they just kind of ignore it and people don't care because they don't want to read subtitles yeah exactly so they do it as in it's it's by perspective. So when yeah. your perspective is from
0: the humans, then they're speaking English and the orc is just going gobble 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 gobble. But when it's from the orc's perspective, then he's speaking human. Like or he's speaking English to yeah. us cuz we're observing his perspective. That was
1: cool. And it changes like mid cuz when the guy, yeah. the orcs in the cage, he's speaking orc and then all of a sudden he says I'll kill you or something along those lines. Yeah. And I was like, that was weird. Did he just like become, you know, turning English, <laughs> but you don't realize it, what they're doing until they, the two people talk to each other. And yeah, until the king. Corona and Corona uh, has to translate. Yeah. So she's like speaking weird. And then you hear the, you know, the humans in their native tongue or whatever that's not English. Yeah. So it's like, oh, that's weird. And they use a little bit of subtitles for like one or two lines. Yeah. And, it's but, pretty cool. Yeah, it was I, interesting. I was like, I don't know if I would have chose that, but... Yeah, It ended up working out because I was like, at that point in the movie, I thought, well, how are they going to become buddies, you know, like the trailer <laughs> states? And they don't. No, and they he don't. he a- actually ends up, hey, that's his the end of his story arc, Yeah, is he dies before, you know, being a rebel against, you know, fighting against the big evil gold on. Yeah, totally. Guy. And I was like, I thought that was really cool that they didn't do the, you know, typical... Team up and defeat the bad guy thing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the movie doesn't even, the story doesn't actually end. Mm-mm.
0: Well, especially because now we sort of have this Romeo and Juliet thing being set up of uh, uh, Garona and Lothar basically ruling their separate kingdoms, the orcs and the humans, and Lothar thinks that she just murdered uh, the The king king. in cold blood.
1: Yeah, and and there's no way to prove, like, hey, the king told me to kill him so I can take control of the orcs. Yeah, even if she tells him, it's like... I don't believe you. There's that trust thing, because this is what I didn't expect going into this movie, is wanting to see a sequel... But totally. I want to see more.
0: I do too, actually.
1: So, I really do. If you if you're thinking about, well, you've already probably watched Warcraft if you're listening this yeah. far in.
0: Well, I mean, if not, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people that just don't care about spoilers because they were never planning on seeing
1: it. That's true. Um, uh, we just spoiled a lot, but it's worth seeing. Yeah, I'd go. I'd go see it. Like, it's an interesting, it's an interesting movie. Like, it's a surprising movie. Definitely.
0: And I like some of the some of the actors did a really good job. I really liked. Um, his name's Ben Schnetzer. He played uh, uh, Cadgar, the dude who took over as
1: the guardian, the, or the new guardian. You know oh, really? You kid? liked yeah. him? I I did really like him. I thought he was good at the beginning. I kind of I was like, oh my gosh, he's like not very, you know. Maybe it's because I didn't know the character and stuff, and I was like, well, this is tacky. But he mm. he, you know, he grows on you. And he's one
0: of those people that just has kind of like a a face that's like it's a really friendly looking face, you know. He's a forgetful face. I don't remember what it's like. <laughs> For me, I was, like, I was like, man, that dude just looks like, uh, looks like he wants to be your pal. Um, I like the main dude. Well,
1: Lothar? Like, the thing is, is there's no main character. It's true. They kind of jump around like it reminded me of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Like, they do the whole jumping around, um, but they got a lot of uh, progress they got to do in the movie. So yeah. in uh, Game of Thrones, each episode uh, goes from different people, but a, not a lot usually happens. Uh-huh. It's more a lot of setup, but they didn't have that much time. Um, but they were balancing, like, three different stories, and not one of them was, like, the main character. It, totally. Because they start out with um, Orc Dude, the Orc, orc dude. Rebel. I don't know his name. Uh, let's see. Duritan. Yeah, yeah, Duritan, the Orc Rebel, starts out with him, and you're like, oh, is he the main character? And then it moves on to the guy with his son, and he never really feels like the main character until the very end. Totally. So, and it, neither with the the magic guy, the... The new Guardian or whatever.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, Let's see. His name is uh, Khadgar.
1: I didn't even think he was going to be that important. I I thought he was more of a side character. And then all of a sudden, he becomes more prominent. And I thought that was cool, too. It was really cool. uh, It it ends off really well. It doesn't... You know, the setup in the beginning is a little off.
0: Yeah. But
1: it ends on a high note, so...
0: So this is interesting. We were talking about, and I, I was kind of going into this movie, I knew that the, the scores for Warcraft, the reviews, were pretty bad. Um, but this is furthering the kind of recent, like this year, a lot of movies have had a huge divide between critics and audience.
1: What do the audience say? So first, let's we'll say the critics oh, score. Correct. What's
0: Obviously. the critic score? 43. <laughs> you are estimating very high. Really? They, the critics have it at 26% right now. Now guess what the audience is at seventy nine you are low really eighty three percent audience score uh. audiences are digging the movie man, and I like that and it's it's kind of that thing where like I'm starting to really not even like not even pay attention to critic
1: scores anymore because they're always so off. well, they want like the typical stuff I mean we've talked about this before where they they want the typical hero's journey and everything to be you know, what they were learned in school or read off the internet yeah. of how a movie
0: is supposed to be. Yeah, they, they have kind of their box that they want their movie to fit into. Yeah.
1: They're like, oh, they missed this and this and that. And yeah. obviously there's a lot of stuff wrong with this movie. Uh-huh. Um, I had a lot of stuff wrong with the movie. But you know, in the end, I think it, I think it was... When the movie ended, I said that wasn't half bad.
0: No, and I, I would, you know, I mean, if, if they announced a sequel right now... I'd be pretty stoked for it. Yeah, I'd be like, I
1: kind of want to see where this goes because totally. they've got a lot of you know potential now that they've. I mean, it is a very difficult thing to try to set up is a an entire world, uh, but mo- they, I figure they they've probably figured that most of the people going to see this movie are Warcraft fans. Yeah, and there's a lot of them. There are and a they lot of them. You know, love it. Oh, totally. And then you know, there's casual moviegoers like you and me actually yeah. we're more than casual.
0: We're more than casual moviegoers but we we definitely have absolutely no establishment for Warcraft, you know, other yeah. than knowing that it's a game, knowing that people play it and probably knowing that like there's some magic and stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I would say, you know, we we go see a lot of movies mm-hmm. and we try to review them, you know. We're not critics. Yeah, that's the thing is like we don't cuz we're I, movie buffs. Yeah. I don't like it when it's just like... And we like to talk about movies. Yeah. So I wouldn't call us critics. We're just talkers. <laughs> we're, just, we're just talkers. That's why we record it. Totally. You know, uh, so we can listen to it later. So here's some fun facts uh, about
0: some, some of the people in this movie. Because especially since there's so much motion capture in this movie, there's so much where you don't see their faces. And even some of the actors where you do see their faces, they're very different from what you're used to seeing. Uh, and so a lot of these actors actually surprised me. Uh, first of all, do you know who played, uh, Lathar, the main human? The, I don't know which one the main human is. The, the warrior guy whose son died. Um, he was actually, I don't know his name, but I know he's from Vikings. Yeah. He's the main guy from Vikings. I didn't realize that. I was looking at him the whole time cause he has dark hair in this, right? Yeah. And it's like down. I was looking at him the whole time just going, why do I know your face? Like really? it, I did was that for me. like
1: the first 30 seconds of the preview. Was
0: like,
1: who is that? Oh, Vikings
0: dude. <laughs> So yeah, I didn't know that his name is uh Travis Fimmel, so he's uh yeah, he's the main guy from Vikings that you're probably used to seeing with a really long beard and mohawk. Um and then uh the main orc, Duritan. Do you know who he's played by?
1: You told me in the movie. I did tell I you.
0: It's uh Toby Kebble, who played uh Victor Von Doom in the uh new Fantastic Four movie in the reboot.
1: Like the young dude?
0: The young dude. The young skinny dude. He did all the motion capture and voice for. Uh, I thought every single one of the
1: orcs' voices sounded the same. Really, and I couldn't understand a lot of what they said.
0: So I mean, he did actually play two of the orcs. He played Duratan and Antonitus. I have no idea which the one bald that was. One? It might have been those I have two no idea. sounded
1: exactly the same. Let me look up Antonitus. I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt if uh, he played both of those guys. Oh, actually, maybe not. I'm trying to. He probably played every orc because every orc except for the bad one.
0: He didn't play every orc. Actually, Golden. no Antonidas is was one of the uh, wizard people in uh, in the movie. Oh, really? So he uses like Yeah, he looked like an elf. He was he was the one with the
1: really long ears that looked like an elf. That was in the magic place up in the sky? Yeah. I didn't remember seeing. I remember seeing the bald guy. Yeah, he I don't think he had any lines. That's odd. Well, he probably is like, I want to be in the movie as a normal you know. <laughs> yeah, like, we need capture. people, so we might as well yeah. have to pay someone extra.
0: Yeah, that's that's true. Um, and I you... think
1: they do that a lot. They did that with Jar Jar Binks, I know. Yes. And uh, I'm pretty sure anybody that's ever done motion capture.
0: Yeah, oftentimes or, they'll yeah, they'll be in the It's their pretty different... common
1: that they use him as an extra in other scenes. Totally.
0: Um do you know who uh who played The Guardian? Uh, um is the... he he was in Lone Survivor uh he was in lone survivor he Got shot in the head yep that's the only movie i know him from there's another movie that you should know him from what x-men 3 the last stand is he
1: angel he's angel really yeah that makes sense now because i'm like he's a lot younger he doesn't have a beard but yeah that's totally him it totally is yeah no he's Not, he's like he
0: looks a lot older they aged him up a bit in Well, he's movie. got a beard
1: now and he is you know probably Eight years
0: older, yeah, and they made him well. They made him kind of look like sickly and like actually little elderly. When did X three come out? That came out in two thousand six, so he's about ten years older than now. Yeah, ten years older. Yeah. So Ten years
1: is quite a bit. That is quite it's a bit like, of time, you know, to change from a kid <laughs> to a, a an adult, you know, full grown. Oh, older totally, gentleman.
0: Um, and then let's see, the girl that played Garona uh, was in Mission Impossible: Ghost Protocol. Really, she played uh, Jane, which I am assuming is just you know whatever the the. Hmm. Jane Doe token woman
1: for that Mission Impossible film was she she was interesting because at the beginning she was the only actual person in a field of CGI yeah which I was like oh this is gonna suck well and because they I'm like the CGI doesn't match well uh, that well to the you know actual human Mm -hmm. for some scenes some scenes it looks fantastic but others it's like you can definitely tell the difference yeah, I thought with a lot of them, it looked pretty cool. Yeah, no, like, I thought it was awesome. Good. But some you can tell there's a big difference. And I was like, yeah. I remember thinking, I'm like, all right, we're not quite there that we can place someone in there and it would look perfect. Yeah, yeah. But with all CGI, like the orcs, I'm like, it looks pretty cool. But yeah. when you throw in a real, actual, live person, you can definitely tell the difference. Oh, totally. No matter how good it looks, I don't think we'll ever be to the point where, you know. You, that you wouldn't be able to tell.
0: Yeah, because there are just like those little intricacies that kind of...
1: Yeah, I don't know. I can't... Like, you can't put... You know, you can't describe it. Yeah. It's, it's just hard like, to put your finger that's on. real, that's not. Yeah. At least for me. I've oh, me too. i movies. I agree with you there. And the artworks look giant and <laughs> yeah. human, so there's that too. Um,
0: now, the king, you may know who played the king, you know, because it seems pretty obvious, right? Is it Howard Stark? It is Howard Stark, uh, Dominic Cooper, who's also yeah. a preacher now. Now here's the thing. I before this movie came out, I was talking to you and I was like, yeah, they got discount discount Dominic Cooper to play the King or whatever because in the previews, I thought like I didn't think it looked like Dominic Cooper. I thought it looked like a guy who looked like Dominic Cooper. You thought it was I thought it was someone else that just had a really similar face to Dominic Cooper, but Do- like I'm in the, in the previews it just looked a little off. Really? I don't know I don't know why like because there's certain scenes in this movie where his head I think is just like positioned weird and he looks really scrawny. He's played
1: some really interesting characters. He kind of has. Like and it's The King and then he plays in uh Need for Speed. <laughs> yeah. He's that guy? And then he plays like a an Egyptian or Persian.
0: Oh yeah, in uh Exodus. Exodus is, Gods is that and that Kings it? with
1: Christian Bale, yeah. Yeah. He's yeah, like he's the prince or whatever. It really weird. I know.
0: Creatures. Well, and now he's Jesse Custer, the the preacher. Which have you seen Preacher yet? uh uh-uh. uh Dude, you got to watch it. It's insane. That's Absolutely cool. insane. It's, the comic books in general are like, you know, some of the most revered comic books ever. Um, but he's actually really good as preacher. And he's he's a dude from Texas with like a southern accent that deals with supernatural stuff. Huh. Um, yeah, he's, he's got some range. I still don't think he's that great of an actor, but he's got range in terms of voices and appearance.
1: Yeah, this this movie is like, it's kind of hard to be a good actor in this kind of movie but most of true. the actors actually did a lot better than I thought. Like, the Vikings guy, I was like, oh, man, this is his first big movie, and he's in Warcraft. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that kind of, you know. But I think he did a really good job with what he was given. I and agree. And by the end of the movie, it's like, wow, he
0: was really good. Yeah, there were some moments where it was like, mmm, iffy, but...
1: Uh, well, Dominic, I don't know. He was, <laughs> the whole time, I was like, yeah, he's cheesy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So... um. Now,
0: here, here's one that's not super obvious. Blackhand. You know who he was played by? Not a clue. Didn't think he did. Um, this actor has been in both Daredevil and The Flash. TV shows or movies? TV shows. Both TV shows. What, in Flash and? And Daredevil. Daredevil, the TV show. The TV show. Okay, so wh- I'm just trying to think which character was in both of those. It's hard to tell. He, he jumped across universes in the same year. Daredevil and Flash. Yeah.
1: He's in this season of The Flash.
0: He's in uh let's see. What was it last season? I think both seasons. Uh it might it might have only been last season, actually. I think it might have only been last season. Dude, I don't know, I don't have a clue. So in The Flash, he played General Eiling, the guy who created Zod. Right? In Flash? In Flash. General Eiling, do you remember him? There's, Zod's not in Flash. Or, I mean not Zod, uh Grod. Sorry. Okay, Grodd. Jeez, <laughs> man. I was like... Uh, I get those confused. Those was a little off. <clears throat> so he played General Eiling. I don't remember that at all. You don't remember that? He's the guy that Grodd kills. When Grodd gets out, he finally he kills General Eiling for creating him and, and uh, keeping him enslaved.
1: Hmm. I don't remember what it looks like.
0: Okay, then you may remember his character in Daredevil. Colonel Ray Schoonover.
1: I don't remember that. <laughs>
0: Do you remember the episodes when uh, Punisher was in court? Yeah. Do you remember the guy who testifies on his behalf that ends up, uh, getting killed? Military guy?
1: I don't remember what he looks like. You
0: don't remember him? Oh. Well, he was in both of those. Uh, his most notable work was in, uh, Shawshank Redemption as well as Starship Troopers, but, uh, he's thus far the only actor to jump from DC's and Marvel's television universes. So, he played Blackhand. He's a really old dude named Clancy Brown. Huh. Uh, Hand's Blackhand's kind of a douche. He was kind of a douche. Um... But yeah, it is interesting. This movie thus far is probably the biggest split between critic and audience scores. Uh, even X-Men Apocalypse doesn't have this big of a split. Um, X-Men Apocalypse is at uh, 48% uh, critic and 73% audience. Um,
1: 73? Yeah. People liked Warcraft better than they liked X-Men. Yeah, isn't that weird? I would t- say these movies are similar in delivery. Totally as in you know just throwing in a bunch of characters, I think x men did a better job of that, yeah, maybe because more people are more familiar with these characters, yeah, but that's it's, that's it's weird i don't know I loved x men Apocalypse, yeah, like I loved it. I want to go see it again,
0: um but that's interesting i'm probably i mean I'm probably going to see both movies again, um but yeah, it is interesting it just it really feels like the more we go on and, and the more blockbuster type movies come out the further the divide between critics and audience gets with the one exception of uh of Marvel Studios movies. Yeah. Marvel, I don't know what it is about Marvel Studios and Disney in general. I haven't seen a Disney movie get canned for a while now. Well, uh, like a Disney Pixar
1: movie?
0: Any Disney movie. Oh, the really? Jungle Book for instance, 94%. Um, I know some of the critics. Um You know, as well as obviously Pixar movies, any Disney animation... Like, really, almost anything Disney has been putting out over the last few years hasn't
1: gotten any bad reviews. I don't know. If you think about the Marvel, um, you know, cinematic universe... Mm -hmm. It is really consistent. Yeah, they're they're very good movies, so... They are. Like, um, I think they're better movies than, you know, X-Men Apocalypse. Not that I like them more than X-Men Apocalypse, but I think they are better made movies, Mm -hmm. and... You know, people like him, so it's true. I just like so, like for instance, if we look at Thor: The Dark World, oh, that's probably the last big worst. You know, one of the worst ones. I actually enjoyed it. I like that one. I thought it was
0: pretty good. Um, however, so the uh, the critic score on Thor: The Dark World is sixty seven percent. Right,
1: that's pretty high.
0: I know. That's really high for that movie. Exactly, and that's what I'm saying. So then, if we take a look, so first of all, they're saying that Thor: The Dark World is a lot better than X Men: Apocalypse. Yeah, and a ton better than Warcraft, according to them. Oh yeah. Uh, and then if we compare that to, let's say, what's
1: the audience score on Dark World?
0: Uh, seventy-eight. Seventy-eight. Yeah. So even higher, you know. But I mean, that's to be expected from Marvel. Now, if we compare that to Batman v Superman. Critics score twenty seven percent on
1: Batman v Superman. I don't think Thor: The
0: Dark World is better at all than Batman v Superman.
1: I I gotta go see Batman v Superman again, but um, I can see why the critics didn't like it because, in my personal opinion, I think Batman v Superman was a pretty poorly put together movie. It was it was pretty jumbled. Yeah, like as in you know, put together like take everything that they have and put it into one.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: I don't know if that's a thing. Oh, like like a an assembly movie. Yeah, like with the way they put it together. establishing movie. Um yeah, I think it is a poorly done
0: job. Like yeah. editing, I guess. Oh, so yeah, you're just yeah, you're talking about the movie. So I thought you were talking about it as an establishing movie for that universe. But yeah, exactly. They it was Oh, well, very, And then there's all sorts of other stuff. It was there. very messy. Messy, yeah. Messy, yeah. jumbled. Yeah. Yeah. So, I agree with you. I just like I don't know, man. Thor 2 is one of those movies that I just I watch it and I I I don't like it. There's there's certain aspects of it. I'm like, oh, that's really cool, but I just I don't think it's great. I don't think it's that good, you know. And I don't know. Mm. It's, there. There is something there that just for some reason, people and well, critics really just like Disney and Marvel movies more than others on average. And I don't know what it is.
1: I think it's um because you know, they're your typical hero story kind of stuff. Yeah. So like it's actual you know, framing or whatever. What is it called? You know? Oh, like the, the archetypal structure? Yeah. Like yeah. all that stuff is like exactly how it should be. Totally. For most, you know, most, most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they have the introduce everybody happy, bad, yeah. climax, resolve, it, stuff like that. Totally. It's um, got your
0: typical structure and you know, it fits into the, the four pillars really easily.
1: Yeah. And then it has the overarching storyline that it adds into, with the MCU. Yeah. So I think that's, I think that's why critics tend to like those movies is cause that's, uh, Disney's usually pretty good at that. Well, yeah, it, it is true. It's
0: just like, I don't know, man. It's so interesting. Cause like, you know, movies like, and I did, I did really enjoy the jungle book. Um, and obviously, you know, star Wars, the force awakens was really good. Um, but then even like, let's see, I'm looking, I'm looking at Cinderella right now. Yeah. Cinderella, 83%. Critic score, the new live action Cinderella. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's it's so interesting, but I mean, you know, whatever. And I'm not saying there's a bias. I mean, I, I do believe there's a bias, but I just I really don't think critic scores are worth much anymore.
1: I never really do follow the critic score because when I go watch movies, I always like to see the audience score, like what people usually like. Yeah. Um. Sometimes I disagree with the audience. You know? there, yeah, there are times where I'm like, eh, the audience. But yeah, usually when I go on to there, I always want to see what other people think of it because it's usually how much they enjoyed the movie and yeah. not how much you know they've uh, analyzed it. You know, which oh, totally. critics would do. A- critics analyze everything, and you know every little detail that's wrong brings the score down. That doesn't happen for audience scores. That's audience true. scores, they'll be like, oh yeah, whatever, I don't care, and they they're like, I enjoyed the movie. This is how much I enjoyed the movie.
0: Yeah. Well, because it's kind of like you know, I mean. I feel like I feel like you. It's best to judge a movie based on just pure how much you enter, how much you enjoyed it, you know, and how much like you cared about the characters and like.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, know. we talked about that in the X Men Apocalypse um, episode. Yeah, it was like how much we enjoy the movie, and I, I guess that that would be the you know audience scoring. Yeah, and then uh, you got the critical scoring, which is you know like critical like they analyze it yep and so that kind of you know gives you i mean that kind of makes sense you know like if you go on to rotten tomatoes Mm -hmm. and you see the critic score and it's pretty low then that tells you that critically and you know if you analyze it it's not a good movie but and then you go to the other side of rotten tomatoes which is the audience score and that tells you how much people enjoy the movie oh totally so i don't know if you look at it that way the critic scores make sense now, yeah
0: yeah, I, yeah, I just hate it because like oftentimes critic scores just they just deter people from seeing a movie, and it's happening with Warcraft right now, it's not having a good weekend
1: really yeah that that was a lot quite a bit of people in the theater though for a matinee
0: It's true for a matinee, I mean, it is Saturday, but yeah, I, I feel like it'll probably rise yeah, well, it's
1: it is the opening weekend, right
0: it is so. um. And it's doing killer internationally. it opened internationally a little while ago.
1: Oh, I heard that uh you know the Asian countries yeah china especially china
0: yeah- oh. Ch- so in China, China is becoming the biggest market for for new movies like Marvel Marvel
1: movies do so much money in china um i I think i don't know I think they like that more than serious movies, yeah, because I mean if you look at their past um the stuff that comes from you know, those countries and it's more, yeah, a lot of the Chinese
0: import movies, a lot of them
1: are about action. Yeah. Action. Very cheesy. I mean, you know, Jackie Chan movies. Yeah. And with, now they've got, we're making all these really cool cheesy movies uh, with incredible actors. Well, a lot of it's CGI about the CGI and yeah, special effects. Mm-hmm. And you know, it makes sense why.
0: Yeah. Cause I mean, and that is, that is kind of part of the thing. It's like, you want to go into a movie and have an experience, you know, you know, because, like, there, there, are, there are some really cool movies. Like, there's, you know, a lot of, um, you know, the smaller, more emotional movies. Those are really good, you know, and it's, they're, they're fun to watch, but that doesn't typically translate to, you know, it's hard to translate, like, really deep dialogue into another language, regardless of what that language is, just because translations don't always work to the same effect.
1: Well, it could be, you know, different cultures, like, stuff totally. that we think is dramatic mm-hmm. or important may not translate well to, you know, other cultures. Yeah. You know, it could be Asian, it could be European cultures mm-hmm. or yeah, basically any other culture. Yeah.
0: Well, and yeah, yeah, because there are so many elements there that are working against it. But the one thing that is, and I think, you know, you are onto something, because the one thing that's universal is the spectacle of it. Yeah. Watching something like that is is something that regardless of whatever language it's originally written
1: for, you can watch that spectacle and be entertained. Yeah, It just looks amazing. Like the imagery Mm -hmm. and the special effects. And they're doing that really well right now. Like the cinematography and all that stuff. Like you don't even have to listen to what they're saying just to to not enjoy it. Yeah, exactly.
0: And I think, and that's one of the reasons Avatar did so well when it came out. Avatar, the reason that Avatar is the highest grossing movie ever is not because of the U.S. It's absolutely because of foreign countries and especially China. Um, because visually speaking, and, and this movie, I think this is the best movie in terms of special effects since Avatar. Um, especially with motion capture. Yes. Warcraft. I think the special effects in this movie, especially like in terms of that world creating, because there's no other movie requires this much, you know, landscape and, and scope in general of the, that CG, uh, since Avatar, that was the last movie that really required this much of it.
1: Yeah. I don't think anybody can beat Avatar's world building, um... Skills, I guess, because that one—if you watch Warcraft, it's like, oh, you can kind of see what they were trying to build. It looks very, you know, like the video game. They just brought Mm. it to life. Very cheesy. Yeah. Um, That well, it's not realistic is one thing. Why it doesn't look as good as Avatar? Because if you go to Avatar, it's like, oh my gosh, this looks like everything, but different. Like they created new plants that Mm. look real that don't look, you know, cheesy. Well, they did did some of those.
0: They did some of those things in Warcraft because you could tell it wasn't Earth. You know, it was kind of a. It's a different world. Yeah. Um. Because you look at some of the, like the foliage and things like that, and they did sort of create some things there,
1: but it yeah, wasn't. I think, as... I think it was great. Like the world, it made you feel like you were in that world. Yeah. It's the same thing with Tron. Tron created such a cool world. The story was not great. Yeah. But that world is uh, the reason I like the movie. It's just because they created such a cool, unique, different world, and it felt like you wanted to go there. Yeah. Like avatar i wanted to go there i'm like that'd be really cool Mm -hmm. um warcraft i don't know if i'd want to actually go there yeah but i think they did a really good job of creating the the world they wanted
0: yeah because it did have a good look and i think that one thing with this movie that i really enjoyed is that it did seem like they shot a lot of it on location and then enhanced those location shots with different things adding in rather than shooting everything on green screen um because a lot of it, especially like the sky, that's one thing that I kind of judge a lot is the sky in certain shots. Um, for instance, in X-Men Apocalypse, when they're doing that weird, like, standing for a half hour on that random rock, yeah. you look at the sky in those shots, and it is very obviously fake.
1: Really?
0: Yeah, because a lot of times the sky and the lighting just don't quite match up. Um, but in this movie, I, I never really noticed that. It seemed you know, it seemed like they they took a lot of natural lighting and then just enhanced it with certain... You know things on top of it, and it seemed, I really like that.
1: It seemed very enhanced, but they had different tones for each um, part. Yeah. So like when they go to the arc orcs, it was a lot you know darker and more brown pastel colors, mm-hmm. and then you go into the humans, and it's everything so bright, and they use yeah, a lot of white and, and shiny and gold and stuff like that. Totally. And yeah, they they did a really good job of you know making things different for each part of the you know people.
0: Yeah. I so I I thought that uh King Lane's armor was freaking sick.
1: Oh, the yeah, the costuming on this whole thing everybody, like even the knights. It's fantastic. Like, like they make it look really big and bulky, but it's like it's not like it's too overly no. Cuz detailed or Yeah.
0: They did dra- tone dramatics. it down from the games. Yeah. Like the armor cuz in in the games the armor is like huge and really unwieldy. And some of the game fans at first when they started releasing pictures from it we're like complaining about that, the that the armor wasn't gigantic.
1: And I'm like, I don't know, man. They made the orcs huge. And the orcs they were actually, huge. you know, they, they state something in it. One of the characters, the Vikings character, uh huh. He says, They're stronger, don't fight them with brute force. You know, you gotta beat them other ways. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, Oh that makes sense. I like Because that. they're a lot smaller. Yep. And even swift. the girl says like you guys don't have any muscle, how do you protect yourself? <laughs> yeah.
0: See, that, that scene, I thought the dialogue in that scene
1: was pretty freaking yeah. funny. Um, they had some pretty good the comedy in this. Some of it was a little
0: Some weird, of it was rough.
1: But some of it was pretty good. Like when he goes to throw the thing at the guard, and then the other guy turns him into a sheep the exact same <laughs> moment. And he just like looks at his hand like, jeez. Oh, I was like, that was pretty good. That's my favorite joke in the whole <laughs> That was good. And the other joke, when the big square thing stops, he goes, do I go inside? Oh, yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know. know. It's never done that before. <laughs> Cause he's talking about it like it's something. He's like, nobody <laughs> knows about this, and we keep it hidden. Yeah. And then so don't throws. tell anybody. And then he's like, I don't know what it's
0: doing. <laughs> <laughs> it throws him off so much. Um. Yeah, man. It was it was really enjoyable. Uh, I I hope that that it ends up being pretty successful because it's like I hope it's successful enough to get a sequel. Totally. Because I really kind of want to see where the story goes. Yeah, I'm really interested in it now. Um. So do you know do you know who directed this movie? Uh, his name's Duncan Jones. Um, Duncan Donuts. I mean, what? <laughs> now, so first of all, he's directed a couple of movies. Uh, his his other two feature films that he's directed before, I really enjoyed uh, Moon with Sam Rockwell, which is a great, awesome uh, science fiction film, and then Source Code with Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, both of those movies, you know, were were pretty damn successful, um, and both kind of have their own sort of almost cult following. Um, and, uh, and they're very unique science fiction films. And that was one of the biggest reasons that I wanted to see this movie is because he did direct it. And I was like, I mean, he did two very interesting things before that. So I'm sure there would, you know, I went into it thinking this might suck, but with a director like that, you got to give it kind of the benefit of the doubt sometimes. Yeah. And I'm glad I did. Cause obviously, you know, we've been talking about it so well. Uh, but one other interesting—we yeah,
1: have dedicated like a full episode to
0: full episode, dude. Talking
1: about this, among other things, and you know, yeah,
0: we we started out talking, talking about, about critics injustice.
1: and scoring and whatnot.
0: Um, but uh, one other interesting fact about him is that uh, his dad uh, is and was quite famous. Really? Yeah. His name is Duncan Jones, and you're not going to know who his dad is from his name. His dad died J- this year. Jerry Jones. Nope. his his father's last name is not. It his dad's last name is Jones. But it's not he's not known by Tommy his last Lee. name. Nope. His dad died this year. Musician. Terry. His he doesn't go by his last name again. Terry Jones? No, the, his dad doesn't go by his last name. There's no Jones. Oh, there's no Jones. Yeah.
1: But he's a musician that died. He's a musician that died this year. Prince. Nope. Prince died. He doesn't I know go Prince by Jones. died. What's Prince's real name? I don't it's, know. Prince is his real name. <laughs> um come on, man. Slash. Slash
0: didn't die this year. Sting. Sting also didn't die this year. Axl Rose. You idiot.
1: What? <laughs> I don't know. David Bowie. <laughs> David Bowie?
0: His dad's David Bowie. Where's Jones come in? His dad's... His, David Bowie's not his real name. Really? His name's David Jones. What? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's kind of a fun fact. Like I. That's interesting. Yeah, because I was really like... I was interested in the movie just because Duncan Jones had directed other films that I really liked. And his dad's David Bowie. His dad's freaking David Bowie. Hmm. David Robert Jones was his real name and I didn't even find out that his dad's real name was Jones until I found out that his dad was David Bowie and then I was like, I, wait a minute, that doesn't make sense. I
1: didn't find that out till just now. Yeah, 20 obviously. seconds ago.
0: Yeah. Um that's really cool, you know, like for a dude like that, uh, you know, obviously he was born into a lot of things, but he kind of Went and sort of paved his own path. That's pretty cool. As a director, he's not
1: trying to be a musician or anything. Yeah, and he's not. Is, you,
0: know, you know, he's not going by Duncan Bowie. You know what I mean? Like he's not t- doing anything to ride
1: those coattails.
0: I would. Yeah, I I know. I'm Duncan Bowie, as in David Bowie. As you in ever heard That's of him? My dad. <laughs> um. When, okay, so when we went into this movie, uh, obviously you talked about how you were very you were opposed to seeing it in IMAX. Um, what was What's your reason for not wanting to see movies in IMAX? Um, for me,
1: a lot of CGI in IMAX is almost too much for my eyeballs. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I remember when I saw Batman v. Superman. Um, Felt like a little much? Yeah, I don't remember the scene with uh, the Batmobile, with the chase scene. Mm-hmm. All I saw was... <laughs> and I was like, I don't even know what happened. I know they chased, he ran through some walls... Mm. and then all of a sudden the truck was destroyed. And I was like, I don't know. It's just, it felt like it's too much. And the way you know a lot of movement with action sequences is, uh-huh. especially on big screens, if you notice, it kind of looks blurry. Yeah. And gives you this... Uh, you get a lot of motion blur. Like, yeah, this nauseous feeling. And I get uh, motion sickness, oh, okay. so that it kind of plays into that. I mean, I don't get sick, but it plays with my head, and it's like, oh, I'm getting sick of watching this movie. But I never really have that problem when I watch it in normal screen Mm -hmm. and I just, you know, I get to see the story and I get to see everything and it's not, I don't have to turn my head. Yeah. And, um, I care more about the sound. Like I said earlier Mm -hmm. is, uh, I like loud music, uh, because I can feel it and, uh, you know, I feel like more a part of it. Yeah. You notice Um, a lot more of the depth and intricacies of it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not that into like the most giant screen I can get. Mm -hmm. It's like, I just need a big enough screen that it like totally consumes, my eyesight. Yeah. And then, you know, so it's a regular theater screen. So if you, so if you go I over mean, they're the top, good enough. Yeah. it's not like anything that's not IMAX is crap. Oh, totally. Cause these Atmos theaters, um, the new Megaplex we have here is brand new and it's amazing.
0: Yeah. And like half their theaters have Atmos enabled. Yeah. And which is it's, cool.
1: it's good enough for me.
0: So, so then for you, if you were to go over the top on either visuals or audio, you'd choose audio every time. Yeah. That was, that was one thing that kind of ruined the later Transformers movies for me. Is because if you watch that first movie, the sound design is fantastic. You know, like, the depth. Anytime, like, one of the robots, like, fires something or, like, there's explosions going off, things like that, yeah. it sounds real. You know, those those the Transformers are firing guns at each other and stuff, and you feel kind of the depth and the bass to it. But then you watch, like, the later ones, and especially this recent one, they sound like, like Star Wars, like, blaster guns with less depth even. It's just, like, sounds like a little kid making a gun yeah. noise almost, you know? And there's things, just, like, little things like that where the sound does, I think, build so much more than, than the visuals do.
1: Yeah, and you can't overdo it. Like, if you, if you were to have, like, a giant scene, like, mm-hmm. say, the la- one of the last invasion scenes of one of the last, I don't know, any Transformers mm-hmm. movie, they have the invasion coming. And if they were to be doing, like, loud things every three seconds, yeah, you know, it doesn't really translate well because um, you only want, like, those really big moments for the big moments – in the movie yeah like when the eagle gets thrown down by that one guy it was Mm. just like crashing down and it's not like that you heard that much sound from when the eagle was fighting other people in the background yeah you know you want it for the the big moments like and uh yeah yeah because like you know if you see like a a gangster movie and uh it's you know it's more quiet and then they have a gunshot mm -hmm. or uh it's like huge cloverfield lane oh yeah when he gets shot in the head it was like quiet, and then all of a sudden, you know, guns are Huge, loud, so you yeah. hear this loud, and you feel it, and you're like... It's ringing. Shocking moment in the movie. You get a shockingly loud sound, yep. and it's like, wow, that was intense. I felt that. Yep. And that's, that's what I think is important. Yeah, and that is another movie where the sound design was fantastic. Oh, that movie's fantastic. Totally. Top to bottom. So um, Check out a review on that movie if you'd like yeah, to. It's episode... It's episode... Road, I, can, I can
0: find out real fast uh, what episode 10 Cloverfield Lane was if i get a second here um but yeah no i i really love um i mean you know me i like i i like immersing myself in a movie no matter what yeah um and like being that i kind of i i do i'm the same as you like anytime i get music you know any streaming app i have or whatever i always make sure to set the quali- streaming quality for high i don't give a crap about the data as long as the music sounds <laughs> good you know of course and you know like i any headphones i have i try to get really good headphones um, cause yeah, you want to hear, you want to hear the depth,
1: you want to hear the bass, you want to hear like, just all those. Yeah. So, what would you put about visuals, like a giant, the biggest screen you can, or the best sound you can? Like, if you had to pick one, if I had to pick one, I'd go with sound as well. Um, but you, you, you want to see the sound with the giant IMAX screen? I kind of do. Yeah. Why I... do you like IMAX more than regular three uh, screen? Because I, I like IMAX because
0: it's very immersive. Now. Granted, I I don't I won't just watch any movie in IMAX, and I've I've talked about this before with you. I don't know if I've ever talked about it on the show, but I one thing that bugs me is when people like Marvel does this, and this is probably my least favorite thing about Marvel Studios movies is that they will sell you an IMAX ticket without an IMAX experience. And what I mean by that is they they you know uh, reserve these IMAX theaters for their films, but they don't film anything in IMAX, and so you have this unused real estate on the screen for the entire movie and there's never a shot that cuts in. Uh, Whereas if you watch um, any Christopher Nolan movie, for instance, if you watch Inception, uh, uh, Interstellar, any of the Dark Knight trilogy, um, or actually, I don't think Batman Begins had it. Um, that was
1: 2005. It Was pretty early on.
0: Yeah. Or no, that was yeah. That was 2005. Um,
1: when did IMAX come into?
0: IMAX popularity? was a thing back then, but IMAX didn't really start becoming popular until like right it was around for the time
1: like, uh, big crazy movies or cheesy movies. I think too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, and most people didn't utilize it because it was really expensive too, and so yeah. oftentimes it was like you know mostly used for like. Um, Like certain documentaries, you know, like planet earth type things or like, uh, some people do space exhibits using IMAX.
1: Yeah. So it's just more like huge open, Yeah, uh, you know, they want to immerse you in, uh, in whatever that world is filming, you know, because documentaries are a lot about how everything looks
0: totally, you know, so that makes sense. Um, but I just, I, 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 don't like going into a theater and just feeling like all they did was just, you know, put that movie there to sell a more expensive price you know, on the ticket yeah. without, without actually earning it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care if they want more money, but earn that money. You know what I mean? Like, don't just give me a movie on a bigger screen. Give me a movie with more to look at, a more immersive movie. And so when you watch like Interstellar, that was a great example. Cause like, there's so many crazy shots where like the scenery is amazing. And so you see it in IMAX and there's, you know, there's like 25% more to look at. Yeah. It's not just bigger. It's the aspect ratio is different, you know, yeah, it's, so you so, have
1: extra stuff to look at.
0: Yeah, exactly, and you feel like you're more a part of it because you can you can kind of look down or look up, and there's more to see there, um, especially for big sweeping shots. Uh, in Interstellar, it's it's different planets and stuff. Or in a movie like a uh, Spectre or Skyfall, there's all these landscape shots of like you know he's in the mountains or he's you know in this crazy city or on a train, whatever it is. You know, a lot of those just big sort of establishing shots look amazing in IMAX. Um, And it's the same with 3D. When a movie is shot in 3D, like Avatar was, and I think Warcraft was as well, it looks really good. You know, the 3D looks great. But then when it's a movie like Marvel, the 3D doesn't look that good because they didn't shoot it in 3D. They just converted afterwards. And uh, I don't know. I just I, I hate that mindset of, well, we can put it in an IMAX theater and... Most people aren't going to know the difference, and so we'll just sell an IMAX ticket for you know six
1: dollars more. And yeah, because it basically just makes what you're watching before even bigger. Yeah, so you have to look farther to see what's actually going on. But like, in, if it's shot in IMAX, the people are still the same size as they would be, maybe a little bit bigger than on a normal screen. Yeah, it's just you have you know everything in their background. That's in, instead of just dark space on the walls, yeah. you know, on the sides behind them, it's actual like a building or a, you know, something else going on. So, yeah. So that's yeah. that's the one thing I don't like. I don't like uh, one of the big things I don't like about IMAX is having to look because mm. it's like, oh, my gosh, his head's so big. Like, I got to look from left to right <laughs> to see what's going on. But if he was in the middle, you know, where they're supposed to be. Yeah. And then if you have in the background, like I said, just background. Yeah. And it's like, wow, I feel like I'm there. It's so immersive. Totally, Same.
0: I agree with you there um, yeah, so that,
1: that's basically what you were saying as well yeah
0: I, 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 I only like it when it's when it's earned, and so like I, I don't see Marvel movies in IMAX anymore just because oh, really I have no reason to you know it's like, oh yeah, here's fake IMAX and fake 3D, you know <laughs> like why, why would I pay six dollars extra just to watch something that't that's not actually there? you know what I mean like I to mean watch... it
1: is true, people don't notice. Yeah, some people. I mean, obviously, you would notice. I probably would notice, and not. That's why I don't. I mean, that might be the reason I don't like IMAX. It's totally, because it's fake. Yeah, and I and, and it
0: bugs me. The other thing is, like, I don't even love 3D. You know, with Avatar, I thought it was cool, and and if I go and see Warcraft again, I'll probably see it in IMAX 3D just to see, because um, if it was filmed in 3D, then I'm sure it'll probably be a pretty cool and immersive experience. But I don't like 3D that much. I and that's another reason I like. Christopher Nolan's movies because he never shoots in three D. He just does IMAX. Like he he doesn't mess around with three D or any of that gimmicky stuff. But yeah, he utilizes he doesn't IMAX. Like gimmicks. No, yeah. he doesn't. Yeah, he said that. Yeah, but he but he utilizes IMAX because he thinks it adds something, and that's important. You know, is to only utilize the tools if you think it adds something to your film. Um, and with a movie like Avatar, despite it being kind of a shallow movie, James Cameron used three D technology. And IMAX technology because he did feel that it added something to the movie. You
1: Shallow. Know? Yeah. Avatar? Oh yeah. I don't know. I like the that. story. The story is a little bit I don't know that he does such a good job because it's a simple story. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a retelling of a classic story, but the relationships mm-hmm. and the character development mm-hmm. that's something very important to me when I watch movies. Yeah. And I think they did such a great job with, you know, the human becoming an alien and into a different culture. And the culture's not that much crazier, like an alien culture. It's like a Native American, yeah, um, culture. And that, I don't know, and they like connect really well. I, I, thought, I, thought, I it, thought that's my favorite part about that movie.
0: I, I agree with you there. I mean, I thought it, I thought it worked really well, and it, it is a good movie just because it is such an experience. And they did, you know, they pushed the medium forward so much. Um, but yeah, I mean, the story itself for me, I was like, oh, okay, it's Pocahontas in space. I didn't care.
1: It's one of my top 5 favorite movies.
0: Really? Yeah. It, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoy it. and and I think with that one I, I enjoy it more for effect and visual and and, and you know, spectacle yeah. than I do for Yeah. for that, story.
1: That's why it's most famous is because it's just so amazing to look at. Yeah. One of the be, you know, the best 3D IMAX movies ever made. Oh, totally. Immersive movies, I yeah. would say.
0: Here so here's one thing uh we we're, we're Getting close on time now, but here's one thing that I found really interesting. Um, so if we were looking at uh, recent blockbusters and, you know, kind of some of the movies that have come out recently, uh, budget-wise, Captain America had a budget of $250 million. Most Marvel movies have around 200 to $250 million for their budget these days. Um, if we look at uh, Avatar, Avatar was also right around $250 million for its budget. Uh what do you think the budget of Warcraft was? Was it around 250 million? No sir. Nearly half that. Really? 160 I was, million.
1: I was going to say um for for some reason I felt like it was going to be 250 cuz you kept comparing it. Mm-hmm. But my guess would have been uh, um I was going to say like somewhere in the right above 120,000 uh, a million. Million. Yeah, a million. that'd be
0: tough. But 160 million? 160 I mean, the, uh, dude, that's million. for for this kind of like you know the three, the the three D and especially the CG and animation, like that's pretty freaking impressive that they did it with a hundred million dollars less than what Avatar or Captain America did. True. That's true. I mean,
1: pretty yeah, cool. Say Captain America and Avatar are pretty a lot, eh, quite a bit better than this movie. Totally. You uh, know, just well, yeah. even though this is a pretty good movie,
0: it's true. I just like, I just mean in terms of yeah, I mean story wise, that's that's really up to a writer and no budget. Well,
1: no, make. and the you know visual effects and everything. Really, I thought the visual effects in this were were top par or top notch pretty whatever. good actually i was surprised at that as well that the everything looked so good and not as cheesy and annoying to watch as say transformers totally
0: it did not go transformers is
1: like oh they're fighting this just is
0: like, blurry they're fighting
1: yeah exactly you get excited and you get to see people get hit in the head with hammers and stuff absolutely pretty cool
0: it was that is really cool um
1: but yeah so i'm
0: uh i'm pretty satisfied with this movie uh before we send uh send ourselves off to the sea uh what rating would
1: you give it? Shoot, that's an interesting one. I I'd give it like a mm, seven. 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 Okay. Overall, everything combined, mm-hmm. maybe seven point five. I'm probably right around
0: the same. Um, I'll give it. Uh, let's see. I'll give it three out of four uh, narrative characters or lead characters. Three out of four lead characters. You saying storylines? Three out of four storylines.
1: Three out of four. Which yeah. one did you like?
0: Oh no, I just mean if I were to. Oh, I, I was, was trying to saying, come up with a clever scale. I thought
1: you were saying like you know how they have like different storylines. Oh, yeah. I thought you were like I like this one, this one, and this one.
0: Uh, I, <laughs> the, I just mean because there were like four storylines in the film. I was the using wizard that as sucked. A
1: thing. I didn't like that part, yeah.
0: but it was a really dumb joke. Well, so,
1: good, good work. Yeah.
0: on that. But no, I'd be about yeah, probably about 75% or seventy-five percent or seven point five, right about where you are. Cool. Um, cool. Before we send this off, I want to remind everybody, uh, if uh, if you want to support the show, if you like what you hear uh, and, and don't really want to be too charitable to us, feel free to go to thatmightbecool.com and uh, on, click on our Amazon link uh, in the navigation bar there. Uh, that'll take you right to Amazon and you can do any purchasing like you normally would, but uh, Amazon sends a small percentage of that back to us and uh, we greatly appreciate it. So. Uh, that's kind of something new that we've got there and uh, we'd really appreciate your, your help and support if you'd like to.
1: Yeah, we need new TNBC t-shirts.
0: TMBC t-shirts, <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, or just pay for the freaking all the equipment I bought. Um, that's true. Probably, <laughs> probably, that, probably that. Or both, you know, maybe both. Depends on how much you buy on
1: Amazon. I, I buy a ton on Amazon. Yeah, go buy a big screen. Buy a car. <laughs> yeah, totally. Buy your buy house. Car. <laughs> um, I don't know, Amazon. Maybe they, maybe they'll go a little nuts.
0: <laughs> And then uh, if you want to follow us on social media or or if you want to send us a message, uh, we've got links to uh, all of our social networks in uh, the show notes on the show. So if you click on that, whichever app you're using. And also give us a little heart or a star or, uh, you know, thumbs up, thumbs up, whatever, whatever symbol your app uses uh, it really helps other uh, other people find the show that uh, might be interested in it. So uh, we'd greatly appreciate that and uh, share it with a friend. Uh, you can find us on any social network at That Might Be Cool. Until next week, Chase. Give them your last words.
1: Don't trust the critics.